0: That's
1: not who's gonna say That's what code, sure. this is not editable then. Right?
2: <laughs> well, we're off air now.
1: Oh, Anything goes you know. on
2: this network. We are a very progressive network. Um yeah. so there's some sound that happens every once in a while when you move. You move. Oh
3: it's oh, this it's big the, door. It's the door or it's, it's my the hand the on the thing.
2: Sound. Okay. Oh, Whenever you're still it's pretty good. So we're about to start. We're still. We're not, we're not going live yet. When I see the go live button at the top of the screen, do you guys see that? It says recording. Yeah. All right. Question.
0: Oh. Yes. Okay. Can Harold hold this still for a whole hour? I doubt it.
3: Then you take over.
0: Then I take over. Yeah. And I will hold it still <laughs> for an hour. Okay. We're good. Or should
3: we sit there and put the tripod uh, down? Yeah, I wonder. Do we have coverage all the way out here though? Because then you see more of the building behind us. Do uh, you have good coverage here? Uh, it's breaking up a little bit. Is it breaking oh, yeah. up? Oh, no, that's all right. I
2: guess it's
3: okay. Alex, what
2: do you think? We'll
3: try it. Seems
2: right.
3: so yeah. So. You can hold it. I'll get the stand.
0: Yeah. Because we have this neat flower pot.
1: <laughs> Push that
0: back. It's amazing what you can use a flower pot
2: for. I think Aaron's boxes are incredible for recording. How about Oh, that's great. That's cor- yes, perfect. Yep. I think <laughs> really so. nice. And it's Double noon, so hopefully, once we see the go live button. Oh, yeah. Andy's going to go live any second. I think. Great. Right. Four, three. No, maybe not. We're still recording. We're not going live yet. Come in, Andy. Yay. Go live. <laughs> I don't know if we're gonna go live. Are we gonna go live? Um, Andy, can you hear us? There we go. Here we are. Okay, welcome to the In Between with Carrie and-
4: And Alex. (laughs) Welcome everyone. We're so grateful to be on the Stay Up Network on YouTube and where the motto is you, you, give, give. So thanks for joining us today.
2: More you's and more gives, I think. I think it's you, 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 you. we are the in between and this is a show where we like to talk with people that we've met in our lives that seem to have some kind of positive energy in their life that seems to carry through and we want to ask them how they do that what's the in between in between the moments of not knowing and during moments of anxiety or stress or creativity or success how do people navigate lives and today Alex and I both know our guests we have two guests which is a first for our show we have Harold Zwart and Vesh Rood Zwart, and they are, I'm gonna briefly say a little bit about what they do, but that's not what this show is about. This show is really about who they are and how they got to be such wonderful people. So Harold is a director and producer, and he has, uh, can be, there's films he's recently done, 12th Man, um, Going Back Aways, The Karate Kid, Angel Cody Banks, um, a bunch of other movies, The Mortal Instrument, City of Bones, but he also, sp- and he splits his time between Norway and Hollywood, and we're talking to them in Norway right now, and it's nighttime in Norway, so that's why all the sunshine is there. How wonderful is that? And <laughs> Vesh, Ves LeMoy, who we call Vesh, she's also a producer on many of the projects that she's worked on with Harold, as well as her own project. She's also been a writer. She's got some documentaries, Women in White, and a biopic, Amundsen, which just released last year. And Alex and I, know them both, because we had maybe the best week of our lives, maybe? No. (laughs) Maybe pretty (laughs) close.
4: Hands down.
2: I think so. Touring Norway on a musical film version, it was just an abbreviated version of a musical film that Harold's been working on, Harold and Besh, called Seance, based on a true story near where they are right now that happened that involves psychics and embezzlement and murder and a bunch of other fun things and it's just beautiful music so we toured with them and during that week we were felt so uplifted and so um accepted and part of this family that they created they created an amazing culture in this touring group in Norway and so when we started this show we thought we have to talk to them about how they stay so positive so we're going to get to know a little bit about your childhood, and then ask you a bunch of questions and find out how you navigate the in-between. So Mm -hmm. Alex, you want to
4: start? Sure. Um, Thank you all so much for joining, being our first international guests. Pleasure. So I'd like to ask both of you, uh, but I'll start with Vash, like, could you just give us a, a general overview of like what your, what was the structure of your childhood, your family life, your...
0: Yeah, uh, nice that you want to start there, because it is the foundation of everything, isn't it? You know what? Uh, my childhood started off with a father who was an entrepreneur, and he was gone most of the time. Actually, my mom will laugh of the story that I called him "The man" when he came through our door. So that's how distant he was in the beginning. but then... Uh our family hit a crisis when I was about um eleven, maybe ten yeah, and my father lost everything that he had built up and I will be very blunt and say that that was a very tough time in our up or in our family, but that aside or that was a very integral part of everyday life actually if we could what we could rescue you know we had to sell everything we were just like scrambling and um, my father was always happy that we had dinner on the table so every day he would thank my mom and say thank you Anne for putting dinner on the table and we were like really is that such a big deal but he had experienced second world war so had my mom although she was a child then but still that simple thing of having food on the table was good enough to call it a good day and it taught me a lot that you survive on love food and if you can sleep at night you know what you got all the elements to start the next day so Mm -hmm. Soon enough, we got out of it. Um, uh, My father uh, would never recover in a way, but we learned to live with him as he was. And I was very grateful when I met Harold, who accepted my dad for who he was. He was not the guy who used he used to be, but Harold saw the twinkle in his eye, and they really he Harold managed to make my father laugh for the first time in years and that was like, okay, he's <laughs> the guy. <laughs> it was such a jolly feeling wow. to get oh, that's Harold cool. in the house. And yeah, that was uh that was my childhood and youth, I guess. Cool. How about you, Harold? Well, about
1: you, actually
3: cat? uh well I had um uh I grew up here actually. I, my summers were always in this house. This is my grandfather's House which he bought after the Second World War. He was also in the war, uh, and uh, and he. Uh, my mom passed away after five year disease when I was twelve, which shaped me pretty much. But I think she gave me enough uh, encouragement and love to to survive that. And I have, I have a great brother who helped me, and my dad, who was a, a composer and an and a doctor, also uh, gave me all the encouragement I needed. Uh, and he was also very good at uh, being both the mom and the dad so anything that had to do with household work I think uh, I learned from him Uh, but my mom was an amazing woman we have lots of pictures of her in there Um, and uh, when I was some of the stories here actually she was she loved this place more than anything Uh, so we've tried to preserve it I've built another little place next to it here, which is in honor of my granddad and and my mom. And um, she adored this place. So we've always tried to uh, maintain it. It's an old house from 1870. So it was a lot of work. And I remember when I was here alone with my granddad, I was only, I think I was 13 and my mom had just passed away. And my granddad was an old sailor, a captain, very strict. He woke me up seven in the morning and said, get up, you can start painting right away. and And I had to. So I actually took a ladder at 13 and I went all the way up there
4: on my own.
0: He wanted that little yes. spot, if you could
1: show again.
4: Yeah, yeah. All the,
1: he wanted very high to go up. all the way up to this. Yes. Spot
3: I had to pay, and paint. And, and then he, and I had to put the ladder myself, and it was a double ladder, one of those that you extend. Super heavy, and um, I remember after I, I had to walk down. I was done with a section. I moved the ladder over, moved it up, and then my granddad came around the corner, and he noticed a little spot and said, "You missed the spot," <laughs> <laughs> and he made me go down, move the ladder back. So he was a very tough, tough man, but he was um, he was a wonderful guy, a lot of humor, and I mean, everybody through my life has taught me lessons, and he always taught me you have to. Pay for yourself, don't borrow borrow money, you can't pay back and heart you know all that stuff. but I was all very lucky to to meet Vesh uh, right after my stu- studies, and I've, I've never met a more positive, energetic, <laughs> wonderful person my whole life, so I felt like I was a ship lost at sea, and then I found the harbor who made me calm and, and focused, and we've worked together now for 30 years, I think, and uh, we've had. He's not so drink.
0: sure about the harbour anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I am. Absolutely. That's the
3: one thing I'm sure of. So I think uh, a, good, uh, a good marriage is, is the key to our success, at least, and our happiness.
1: Mm.
0: All well, that we're kind to one another, mostly. I mean, we argue as hell, too, but yeah, not, not to hurt each other, but to defend ourselves.
1: <laughs> and yeah. to
0: show respect. I think if you're together with a partner who, who wants to take you down, I mean, run. Don't stay. I think that is the most damaging you can do to yourself is to be, be together with someone who, who needs to take you down or, or have that urge inside. Cause, and particularly when you hit tough times. You can sense the strength in a relationship if they're a real support. If they lift your eyes and say, no, 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 forget about today. Look over there, you know? Mm-hmm. Let's aim for that one. That's just such a blessing. And then I don't think there's anything you can't face, really. Yeah,
1: because you it have is... food
3: on the table, you have a bed to sleep in. And love. And love, yes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> wow. It's really interesting. And we tried. Sounds and so and, cool.
3: in, and this Corona time has been really wonderful because we've had our kids at home all the time and they're, they're now out swimming. They're roaming the Island here. There's an Island with no cars and they have all their friends around here. So they're very safe, but during the Corona time, we had one rule and that was you have to either, uh, what was it? Uh, earn something, learn something or create something. Cause it's so easy to, to just sleep in and just do nothing. But either you earn or learn or create. If you go to bed and you've done one of those three things, then your day has been good. Because my dad actually, I mean, we're rambling on here, but (laughs) my dad taught me, my dad taught me that the, and he was a a victim from the concentration camps. That's another big story. But he was, during the war, he was in the Indonesian concentration camps because Indonesia was a Dutch colony. But he taught me that the British soldier during the First World War they were in the mud and in the ditches, but every morning they got up and they shaved and they put on a tie for your own dignity. And then, you know, hmm. that's, you just have a purpose every day, you earn, learn, or create something, then, then you know, you can survive many things, I think. Sorry, next question.
2: <laughs> actually,
4: hey, to make I, our job easier done. and harder because, yes, we're just.
2: So the keys are incredible love. What you see in each other is what you also have in yourselves. It's really clear that you see in each other, that support and love that you both radiate to each other and having a purpose is really cool. We want to, that's great. So we'll talk more about that, but going back a little bit to childhood, I'd love to hear a story from each of you, maybe about a moment that you did something pretty young that has something to do with what you're doing now. Like a a Stuart, like, Michael, you know, Michael, my husband, was building sand cat towns in sandboxes and then he became an architect. So, hmm. is there a story or a moment or something that kind of was a premonitious moment about what you'd be doing as an adult for either one of you?
0: You start. Well, I remember a couple of things.
3: You uh, were always listening to your dad on the yes, phone. Yes, yeah?
0: w- I would actually sit under the desk of my dad's home office. He had a He had an office because he had to work from home as well. And since I spent so little time with him, I would sneak underneath his desk and just sit there and listen to the conversations we had with a lot of people. And often it was about problem solving and trying to find solutions. And I remember how sort of struck I was like, God, all these problems, like, huh. Maybe that is what grown-up life is about, is trying to solve problems. And as a producer, <laughs> I can for sure tell you that if you're not okay with, you know, getting fires on your desk or, or solving issues or, or solving situations, don't become a producer because that's really what your job is about. Uh, it's also about creating and, and creating the possibilities for things to happen. And and that's lovely when things are on track and it's hunky-dory for a little while. The, the The train is rolling, but then you know that it won't take long before it's a stop or a halt or a rail, off rail or something. So that, I think, just to listen to him, how he would, break things apart and trying to rebuild around a different solution definitely taught me to Mm. uh, structure problem solving in a fairly good manner
4: can can i ask you can you remember some time early on where you realized you were applying that where you were solving a problem or you were creating something
0: yeah
3: You do it pretty much every day. (laughs) That was early on.
0: You know what? I think maybe when my mom and dad had started um, to change some things in the house to accommodate and we couldn't really afford having people there to do it for us, um, we were like, okay, (laughs) can we do it? And we did. And... uh, I guess, you know, that was a very satisfactory feeling that, oh, the first time I started a chainsaw to cut down trees. (laughs) That was also one of those moments where like, I thought I would never ever touch a chainsaw, but I had seen my uncle do it. I knew you had to have all the equipment, the gear. I knew you had to cut in on an angle and was like, could I do it? And uh, well, me and my sister, we, we were woodworkers for two weeks. How old and were you?
1: Eight best or nine? Best of our lives. Yeah.
0: How old were you? Nah, that was in my 20s. Okay. twenty
1: seven. seven <laughs> yeah.
2: How about you, Harold? Is there a, a, a moment in your life where directing that sort of stuff? Became. Well,
1: I've done.
3: I've done chainsaws too. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, he made a sculpture
3: yeah, out of the trees. <laughs> I, yeah, I have a sculpture in the back here of Venus of Milo in chainsaw art. Uh, but we've also <laughs> accidentally torn down some power cables here. That's right. Yeah, that shouldn't be online. This should be. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the secret is love, purpose, and chainsaws. <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay,
2: got it. Don't try it at home.
0: The tools
3: right
1: tools is, is half, half the
3: job. job yes. that's the saying we have. Yeah, Back to ha jobben. I think that um, I I was always interested in films. I always I borrowed my granddad's Super 8 camera. One of the things I was always looking for ways to to make things move and, and animate things. And I remember in school we had you had that probably too. You had we got milk in school, mm. and you had these little. Um, cartons well yeah you, you bought a carton with tickets so there were like 50 tickets stacked on top of each other like lottery tickets and they were stapled in one end and then you tore one off right and then you got a little carton of milk now the end that remained where the staple was was very short little pieces of paper that if you went like this you know you could animate nice. so everybody in my class gave me those <laughs> and I made little animation stick animation so they could sit there and flip flip books I think you call them right flip books, yeah, yeah so I, I made flip books for everyone uh, out of their <laughs> the, the remaining stub of their milk uh, mm-hmm. it's my first uh, enterprise as a director
0: <laughs> <laughs> the first visual storytelling yeah hmm.
3: And it could be a, a stick figure diving off a board into a lake. It could be a bird flying and hitting something. You know, all these little, very short little... They were
0: always something nice?
3: Yeah, always something with violence. Oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> all right.
1: yeah.
2: Alex, do you have any more childhood stuff before we go on to...
4: Um, I am curious, like, how did your childhoods inform how you parent
1: okay great question Mm.
0: I had a couple of sort of well first of all love was number one I knew that rescued us and you know and then trust yeah my parents gave me so mine too yes
1: yeah
0: I never had to sort of you know I had friends with crazy parents who would have to show for example that they had blood on the sanitary pad because otherwise they would freak out and think that they were pregnant you know (laughs) stupid things like that or that's um, quite
3: extreme but
0: but it happened
3: yeah 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 i I didn't know that but
0: i would never have to say where where i had been or they would never sort of come here smell let me smell your breath or was just I was very conscious of the trust that was given and I also knew that you know my father was quite ill so I couldn't be that wild but they allowed me still to be exploring and that I loved and then I had a few (laughs) incidents where my mom would sort of really (laughs) in her conservative mind that was like and I remember being embarrassed or, you know, it would be if we played some sexual games or silly things like that. And they would sort of be surprised that we would do that. But in my world, it was just supernatural. And I knew that when my kids grew up, I would not arrest sanction, them or yeah. call on them or sanction them natural game or natural play or i was just like and i've actually talked to my mom about it later and said that Do you remember those episodes like i could have been damaged for life <laughs> you should be so happy that you know i i uh, am able to love and receive love and she agrees she said oh if i had only known in my sort of conservative upbringing this was what we were taught to, you know, to raise children. And I think we both agreed today that that's not a good thing. Let the, let kids be free and let, and let trust, us explore. Them. Yeah, I you show them you can trust them. Yeah. They will they embrace Yeah, And explore that. good sides of humanity. Yeah. So yeah, that was very conscientious for me.
3: What? Yeah, I... Go ahead, Harold. No, I also had a lot of trust and, um, just because you were on the subject, I my dad, uh, my parents were both doctors, and my dad wasn't is it OB? Is that a, Yeah, uh, obstetrician, Obstetri- yeah, yeah. So, um, we were a bunch of kids going to our log cabin. My mom and dad were there, and kids are curious and they ask questions. So, my dad drew the whole thing up, he says, Here's the vagina, <laughs> and we're like these five or six years old. We're like, oh, really? And, and then wow. I remember we were all, and it was like a, a Disney movie. I remember, I, I have it like, a, it was yesterday, there were seven or eight kids in this little cabin, all in bunk beds, and my mom was sitting in the middle. And um, and uh, my, I remember my mom talked about the blah, blah, blah. And then one of the girls asked, is it, is it good? Does it make you feel good? And then my mom was totally right. She said, well, if you take your time i just remember that they were just holding us through the wow. yeah it was just, but, uh, but i i had a wonderfully liberal great parents and and same thing with my dad here's our son
1: huh <laughs> <Our son. laughs>
3: Hello. Hey, hey he dares to come back <laughs> yeah and uh, but i think that what you were saying the of course the endless pool of love and never being judgmental or or um, as little sanctions. as possible. I yeah. guess
0: there's some judgments you can't escape because it belongs to your upbringing. But to evaluate where you are in your time and, and really be honest about the mistakes that's been done and sort of, let's not do that anymore. Let's move on. and, yeah, and Not, find... not
3: sanction, I think. Exactly. It's also just uh, everybody can make yeah. a mistake. My dad used to say, a donkey will make a mistake. No, everybody can make a mistake once. A donkey makes it twice. Oh,
0: that was unfair. <laughs> Talk about being judgmental. <laughs> but you've you got to learn from <laughs> her.
2: I, I think the donkey would wildly protest. That's true. It's not
3: fair to the donkey. No, that's true. No
2: cruelty was done to donkeys for this program. Uh, <laughs> so if, if there was three things that you could make sure, if your kids listen to every word you said, and I don't know if they do, you'd be, or miracle parents, if they take all your advice but if you could give them like three pieces of advice, what what would you want your kids to have to go out into the world with?
3: Think before you do something. Mm. Always think through the consequences because you could spontaneously do so many silly things. be
0: spontaneous. Yes, but just
3: that, that where can this go? Yes, that split second when something terrible can happen that you could have prevented. That's one thing.
0: Be honest, I mean, every situation where you try to escape something difficult with not being honest will catch up with you and backfire. So just stand your ground and take the cold showers, but be honest because no one can really arrest you or blame you for being honest. I mean, it is your alibi. It is your card to just, be say things as they are
3: we promised them never to be angry if they're honest
0: yeah that was like if you call that card like okay i'm gonna be honest then we have promised that we cannot ever be angry get angry at them because they dared to be honest with us and we have to be able to face that together
3: and make every day into something i mean you have days off too but yeah, Learn, I think they would disagree. With you. Yeah.
2: Like, <laughs> we <had that>. Right. <laughs> Learn, earn, or create. That's going to be yeah. the mantra. I love that. That's really mm-hmm. cool. Cool. Um, should we move on to our? Let's go on. So now we're in your adult lives. And again, it's not so much what you do, but how you do it. What kind of philosophies? You kind of talked about it already, but it may come out differently when we apply it to our lives now. This is a time, obviously, where there's a lot. We're in conflict a lot, and then there's a lot of emptiness because of COVID. There's a whole lot of things going on. What value system or spiritual belief or whatever? How do you sustain underneath all that? What? What? How do you talk to yourself through it? I know how you talk to each other through it, but what's, what's How? What sustains you? That's basically the question.
3: I think. Uh, should I start? Yeah. Yeah. I think um, this COVID thing was wonderful because it. it the whole world stopped and I've been telling myself for years, uh, get, off that, if, yeah, get, off that, get off that, get off that, what do you call that? Hamster in that wheel thing, you mm-hmm. know, that mm-hmm. you, you feel. The treadmill, get off the treadmill. The treadmill. Or the... You, you feel like, especially in our business, that crazy chase all the time for the next and this and that, and the, the success and you want this and, and then everything stops and you, and I've always been telling myself, listen, Don't worry about it. You have food on the table. You have love. You have the most wonderful kids in the world. You have a, you know, wonderful. That's what life is. And still I find myself struggling to live in the moment because I'm always looking forward. Always. There's something that has to happen before I'm allowing myself to feel good about things or anything. And then this COVID thing happens and it's a full stop for everyone. And all of a sudden I go, here they are. Here's my kids. Nice. <laughs> yes, it was really, really wonderful, and I, I started relaxing with with that um, hamster wheel, and and things lost some things just lost their meaning a little bit, which was good for me, and I really appreciated that. So I just have but to of sort course, of wake up a little bit, I think.
0: And it comes with. The f- I mean, it's not easy if you have barely enough to see the end of the week and you know there's no but i it's i don't know i've been notoriously accused of being looking on the bright side and i guess that can be a pain in the neck but i'm put together that way it is the eye of the beholder what so okay so i can't do this i can't have that but I can breathe, I can go for a walk, I can just take a breather and try to enjoy other aspects that I actually haven't had time to enjoy because we've been professionals. I, like 70% of our time, we are so stuck up on being professionals. In in one, one way or another. And yes, we have to earn a living. But there's also plenty of food in the cupboard from, I mean, all the canned food that we haven't touched. This was the time to open the can of something and start there. I'm like, okay, beans. Yeah. Norwegians, we barely use beans. But it was like, huh, this is going to be interesting. You
3: can make something of like that.
0: Yeah, I'm just... Do other things, Mm. and and it was. I mean, I could not help but think that it was nature correcting us.
1: Yeah,
0: it was. I've always learned to listen to the signs in nature because they would kill you if you didn't. It's as simple as that. So if you're not giving your, allowing yourself to stop and listen, what this is to what this is about, what it's telling us you miss a very valuable moment and we need to change direction. And in this, I think COVID in the United States also gave us time to rediscover all the mistakes that has been going on for generations. And we are continuing the old, you know, systems and wheels and, and now we had time to react to it, we had time to protest, we had time to say, no, this is not continuing. And I just think, what a moment, what a valuable moment to stop what we were doing and reevaluate.
3: Mm-hmm. I, I think having said that too, we, we must acknowledge that it was easier for some people than for other people. and. Um, and we also saw the incredible struggle, having doctors in my family, myself, you know, the risks everybody were taking just so we could stay safe at home. So yeah. we do acknowledge that it was, we were lucky that we could continue. Yeah, other just... people
0: went to war. Yeah, they exactly. Really did. And uh,
3: we really appreciate that because we could just continue writing and having conference calls and we could continue our work in one way or another. But, um, it wasn't that easy for everyone we realized that
0: mm-hmm. yeah so different. we work together
4: i i'm so encouraged by your your creating value out of this time and mm-hmm. i'm curious how you would articulate how this is going to inform your future
1: exactly. like what
4: is your vision having this time of self reflection and this family time to what what is your future going to look like?
2: Or another way to say that is, how will you emerge from this? What how do you, how do you, what who will you be when you come out of this? Ideally, from what mm-hmm. you from it? that's exactly where I was going, Alex. That's perfect.
0: Uh, I'm gonna fight even harder for democracy, being our way of organizing our society. I am so grateful for everyone who got together and worked together to find solutions to people's immediate needs and and just really honor when people do that and i'm going to actually i have to say that 2020 started with us losing a very dear friend of us mm-hmm. who was a master in giving other people compliments he would never ever talk about himself he would always take you and Lift you up, hold you up in front of others. It was so uncomfortable sometimes. But he did that notoriously and he gave compliments like nobody else. And I was like, when he passed, that was the stick, the baton, the
1: the medley or what
0: you call it, that I was left with was like, continue to give people compliments and let's talk each other up and not down. Mm. that's going to be my coming out of COVID <laughs> and quarantine. I'm going to make sure that I talk people up mm. because they deserve it.
3: Yeah, I agree completely. I think the one of the things that really struck me during these COVID times was, was how quick the kids were at adapting and how incredibly the the, the teachers were Adapting so quickly and you could sense that they felt it was so important for them to maintain the education for the kids and um, I think they're hugely undervalued and I remember some days when our kids were a little frustrated You know, they did this and they did that and and we told them listen They they've never been in this situation before it's incredible what they did and in in two weeks Our kids had their lessons. They had all the stuff they needed
1: Mm. I
3: just I just think it showed an incredible adaptability
1: yeah
3: and i think it was a healthy cleanup in our industry and hopefully many other industries mm-hmm. and i agree with you you have to come out of it looking at talking people up and just encouraging and noticing all the people who were actually making it mm-hmm. great for everyone else the teachers the health workers mm-hmm. you know all those people who are like an invisible force out there who really came out and were the heroes this time
0: yeah, but also those who managed to actually stay home and and fight against so many sort of natural urges in us to cut their or hair. Ma- who managed to be, <laughs> <laughs> but who managed to be kind and uh, you know to other people. I mean, I just I admire. Uh, it was a, it the, was the a qualities great... that come out in times of crisis. I i love to see that come into play yeah
3: for, for a while there it, it seemed like the whole world was collaborating yeah mm-hmm. and, like and, one
0: big orchestra
3: yeah and mm. now it doesn't really anymore but uh there was a moment there where i thought oh this is beautiful this is mm. really beautiful mm-hmm. everybody's
1: working in, together in, on yeah. this yeah because
0: it How? is one
1: on planet yeah.
4: do you think uh this changes the way you're going to tell stories Moving forward,
3: I'm not sure. You're great um,
4: storytellers, and I've always been encouraged it, by the stories that you uh, tell. So it's I'm I'm, very
0: I'm boring. Just, if everyone, not leaving you. Important. <laughs> it's important. Uh, uh, I,
3: I don't know if um, I haven't really uh, the stories we have. I haven't really been able to apply the knowledge. Maybe there's on some subliminal level a um, some, somehow more taking your time to dwell on things I don't know, it's, it's hard to apply that now I'm sure I've learned something and you've learned something too And uh,
1: uh-huh.
0: but I hope it's a wild world out there with lots of stories and you know if everyone tunes in on heartfelt, important I mean it's gonna yeah. be slightly boring maybe <laughs> so I hope there's a conglomerate or whatever that word is of
3: free imagination and
0: and uh, post-modern in a whole new way i i hope it's just gonna be crazy wild and good and a
2: mix of everything yeah yeah it's it's interesting because um working with you all just for a week um you did encourage everybody and you did find the value in everybody that's what i probably felt more than anything is that everybody there felt valued everybody Mm -hmm. contributed something even you know my family came with me we're suddenly in it feeling like they were contributing so Mm -hmm. i can't wait to see that on steroids you're already doing that and you're coming out of this wanting to do that even more it's amazing, because it's not so much, it, it's what the story you tell, you know, the heart and the story you tell, but it's how you tell it, and the culture you create around you to tell that story, and you mm. both seem to do that, even for each other. You keep complimenting each other, you keep t- complimenting the world. It's so easy to focus on he who shall not be named, the, the the things that are negative right now, but yet to really compliment the good things so they get stronger is, is a really great mm. way to go, so... It's wonderful yeah. knowing that you already do this, and to, to do it even more is really exciting for the world. I think for sure
0: this can be such an amazing world, and we can't give up on it here and now. I mean, yeah, in many ways it's better than ever. And
3: we did think, see clear skies for a moment there, which was amazing. Yeah. You saw clear waters in Venice.
0: Birds, you saw bird <laughs> yes,
3: Goodness. Yeah, it so was crazy. like a little snapshot of what it could be you know yeah i mean we're also hypocritical because we are not all electric and green ourselves but uh right we pretend we are you (laughs) can't
0: you can't save the world alone that's for sure and uh yeah norway produces oil and we are ransacking our own soul in many ways and if it hadn't been for the greta thunbergs and the those who actually say, hey, this is not okay. We, you know, we go on in patterns that can, it's a,
1: a perpendicular a new, yeah. machine
0: sort of. It's just self-sustained, but in the wrong direction. So this is a unique moment uh, of like tap, 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 stop. Yeah. Let's restart and rethink and do things hopefully different.
2: What's something that um, both of you individually do that gives you joy? That's your guilty pleasure thing that you do. That you know if I do this, I'm going to feel happy. It's going to lift me up.
4: Oh God! It doesn't have to be guilty.
2: Doesn't
0: have to be. <laughs> I wasn't sure if I was ready to share my guilty pleasure, <laughs> but I have. I have actually asked for. You know how you can ask for AAA discounts in California these days? Yeah. Or well, since long, since the 60s or 50s yeah, or whatever, yeah. you, you've been able to ask for AAA triple A discount. I have lately been asked for double A discounts, anonymous alcoholics discounts, <laughs> if they exist. <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> so- <laughs> it's just a joke I'll admit, we, I have been drinking uh, more wine than usual <laughs> with such pleasure that I've started to ask for anonymous alcoholics discounts and mostly
2: I get it <laughs> You do? <laughs> yes. That's <Yeah>. Try. <laughs> I wouldn't share that in an AA meeting Hey guys, you can go <laughs> and get alcohol very It's really cheap <laughs> <laughs> <Right. 'Cause> you-
0: <laughs> People are very sympathetic
2: See, see, yeah.
3: Desh enjoys her uh, her wine, and I stopped drinking almost thirty years ago when I was a student. I just didn't like it, so I always ask for the non-alcoholic beer.
0: Yeah, that's. And
3: right. I'm. I should say the non-alcohol <laughs> beer because yeah. they all go, oh, really? <laughs> trying to.
0: <laughs> trying to cut down, are we?
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. We go out to dinner, and and the order is glass of wine and a coca-cola or beer mostly when it's beer wine yeah. they they generally figure out but mostly when it's a beer and a coca-cola she always gets the coca-cola and i always get the beer yeah. what
0: is that i look so innocent
1: <laughs> <laughs> you're
2: a man, a man <laughs>
1: yeah. their
2: it makes no sense to me that's wild. Oh. all right so you you both like to those are the things you like to drink is there any activity that you love doing that you just love doing Actually,
3: Best yeah. bought it. I'll go and get them. You can talk about it. Oh, really? Yeah. The bedroom.
2: Huh? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Yay. this
0: has been a, a guilty pleasure. <laughs> we- <laughs> yeah, so I'll wait with that one. Uh, another thing that I've been doing is, oh, cleaning out closets that yeah. I have been, like, avoiding, like, the plague. <laughs> or tidying up the bookshelf with all those books. That you carried with you from, like, high school with uh, your body in puberty. What happens? Like, do we need this book anymore? I guess not. Pimples. Yeah, no, we don't need a book on pimples. Let's
3: Here's our her guilty pleasure.
1: Yeah. <gasps> <Batman. laughs>
3: yes, but they light up.
1: Yeah. At what? night?
3: Yeah, Vesh found them. You can get them on eBay. They're amazing. Yeah.
1: Oh, and well. we've been
3: playing in the oh, middle of the fun. night when, it, when it's dark, because our kids love playing badminton and we love it. So you have these, oh. so you go out in the middle of the night and you can still play badminton.
2: So middle of the night for you is like three in the morning. I mean, right now yeah, they, now, they don't work we, here. We, we they have work to
0: wait in, till, in LA. Yes. We have to wait till <laughs> August yeah. to play it here, because it's not gonna it's, make a difference.
3: It's quarter to ten here in Norway, and the sun has still not gone down. Wow! It
2: didn't get. The demo. The you see? Sun is still yeah, there up. There it is.
1: Yeah.
3: And uh, so it'll be another, I mean, it doesn't really get dark. It just goes a little down and then it goes up again.
4: Wow. Incredible. Yeah. Yep. But All that's
0: right. been a good one. Yeah. What else have we done? Mostly oh, this. <laughs> cleaning out closets, yeah. uh, which, is a, which is a three day work. Yeah. You empty your bookshelf completely. You have to live with that mess for some days. Yeah, it's I mean, a big commitment. It's unavoidable. Mm-hmm. yeah but it's it's a good feeling when you're out of it. Oh, you have room for new
3: stuff. New useless books.: New useless
0: books. Yeah. <laughs> um, hmm?
1: sorry,
0: sorry,
4: go on. I, I was going to ask you, since I'm trying to cook more uh, in this period, uh, and I'm awful at it. So what was the best thing you made out of those beans?
1: Oh, yeah
0: oh uh tortillas with um with um uh, pulled chicken and uh cilantro and lime um mexican obviously
3: with the beans Vesh is yeah. an amazing chef
0: yes, yes. no I'm yes, not. you are really just, good you don't no know no what it's,
3: other... it's really really yeah, good right and, well, and i've I eaten my my some best. fancy restaurants and and then one one day it was almost as if uh, My kids and I were taking it a little bit for granted. She always made food. And then she said, done. (laughs) I'm done. I'm not going to cook anymore. I'm sick of it. Sick (laughs) of it. (laughs) Who else? (laughs) Nobody takes initiative. And then, you know, like when men were asked to do dishes, we invented the dishwasher. Right? right? (laughs) So I ordered Blue Apron.
0: Uh, It changed my life. Yes.
3: So now I can... I'm really useless. You can
0: make something like I actually things.
3: can make something good. Mm-hmm. So and it's always one child with me or they together is always the children are part of it. And now we just cook and you see the kids go and then it's the, it's <laughs> been so much fun and then we serve this. She gets
0: <gasps> certain- I get a I get a plate that looks like nothing I've ever seen before. And okay. it's so I mean, it's like Christmas Eve for me because I'm not used to this.
2: <laughs> That's like so, Mother's Day every day. It's like Groundhog yeah. Day for Mother's Day. That's incredible. That is. But like father, a father, you
4: get to appreciate the oh, the dinner, I mean, the table. But
3: those are those are great solutions. Those meal in boxes thing, where yeah. mostly things are measured up, and yeah. those are amazing.
0: But That's then great. you know how everybody started to bake bread in this yes. time.
3: Yeah. Sourdough. So,
0: our good friend who is a sourdough expert, she came with this precious little chunk of goo that was like, oh, this is the heart of civilization <laughs> and
2: preserve it
0: with utmost care. And we were like, oh, it took us two days to kill that thing. Yeah.
2: Oh, excellent. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Sorry. What- yeah. That, that, that's now the world knows you killed it. Um, yeah. So here's a question. If you were a dog, what would you chase?
3: Oh, I would chase leaf blowers. I hate leaf yes, blowers. You would.
2: <laughs> you would be attacking those leaf blowers like crazy. I that's think right.
3: those leaf blowers are the curse of our society. It's uh, it they just blow up dust that lands in somebody's lungs or somewhere in wherever and the noise is just and it's every day there's somewhere yeah. i would chase leaf flowers
0: Excellent. i would chase other dogs that i could play with <laughs> you
3: chase other dogs yeah,
0: you should know i would yeah no um,
3: female dogs then
0: whatever no. Yeah <laughs> of course i would i, I would you're not allowed to chase other male dogs If I was a dog, I would chase other dogs to see if we could play. Of course. (laughs) What else?
1: I'm glad you're not
0: a dog.
2: (laughs) Moving away from the dog thing. Woo, that got tense. That was the biggest fight I've seen from these (laughs) (laughs) two. So
4: you're you're writing an autobiography, your life together. What's the title?
1: Oh,
3: God. Oh. Every Day Different.
2: Every Day (laughs) Different. And
4: who plays you both in the movie? Oh, Ooh. can be anybody yeah. in time and space.
0: Liv Olmán plays me. Right. Yeah. Um, it's my turn to be Liv Olmán.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: That's an old Norwegian joke, by the way. Uh, yeah. Now it's your turn to be Liv Olmán. It's an old you. It's a long story, but it's very funny for Norwegians. <laughs> um, yes. Uh, I think every day is different. That's what I experience with Vesh. Every day is different.
2: That's great. That's great. Yeah. What's a What's a gem from Norway that that you all have both gotten from your culture that you kind of that, that you could if you could export it into American culture to the U.S. What what's what's part of Norway that you all bring to the world? Do no, you?
0: that's the that's don't sleep away the summer nights that's nature is the biggest ecstasy you do not need anything you've always
3: said that uh, equality is an export yeah uh, if we're getting
0: yeah political about it yes yeah let's be serious yeah (laughs) uh yeah i love the the level of equality that this society has reached uh, it feels leveled in so many arenas. Then again, we're not at the finish line. But it's uh, the playing field is getting leveled. And it's a joy to move around as a woman and as a man or anyone who has been jeopardized because of some stupid pre-setting. I think we'll feel like Norway has uh, done some ransacking, some soul searching. Yeah. And come a little further. <clears throat> but I also see that in the United States. And then yeah. there's this huge sort of undercurrent of something that is so sad to discover. And when you do it, you see that that's the under, under river that carries so much. So... But you can only look forward and and know that we've done some, there's been taken some important steps to uncover and remind and just say, let's draw a line and start again here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but equality, super important. No one uh, can live a happy life without feeling equal to others.
3: I think there's lots of good values to bring from Norway, but I think what I love about America, which is not so much Norway, is America is a yes country. That's what I fell in love with in America. It's a place where people go, yes, let's try. Yes, we can try that. And then if it goes to shits, that's fine. But at least, but here in Norway, they're always like, no, I don't think so. (laughs) No, why'd you want to do that? No, so that's a little, just not to paint this country just rosy. There's a little bit of a set, You should not be different and, you know, success is not really awarded or rewarded. So I love America for the spirit Mm. and I still adore America for that.
0: Mm. And I think it's there uh, to, you know, I I think it's so there and we just need to bring out that spirit again and, and do things uh, that makes people happy. Yes, country. Yeah. (laughs) Cool. It's simple, isn't it? (laughs) You've
2: solved it. Yeah. So um, we're getting close to the end of time. Is there anything that you want to leave us with or people with um, that we haven't asked you about as part of how you navigate your lives or anything else that you want us to know?
1: There's
0: one thing I want to say. That's it's going to be my final word. Um, like you guys reached out to us to talk about things that matter and things that are palpable in sort of in in ways that doesn't cost money, or you don't have to be rich, or you this is the weave of your life to surround yourself with people like you guys who will talk you up, who will see how we can take another step and meet the next day. That's where, it, that's all you need really. And, and they will make your day good and, and worth living and, and maybe even you can call it a happy day. But that's, that's what it's about. Surround yourself with good Forces, good human souls that will you know take you along and and make you see that journey ahead Mm. i
3: second that
2: (laughs) that was beautiful well you all are incredibly you know your good forces you know we again we've only had spent a week or so with you and and felt the incredible good force that you create around you and just we're so honored and lucky to have you um be available to talk to us today and to see you in this beautiful set Thank setting. you
0: I- talk to us. What thank you for wanting to talk to us. Oh, always.
2: always. We always want to talk to you, just so you know. If you ever have a moment. <laughs>
0: Here. I think if it, if you if you
3: replay this recording and you fast forward it, you'll see the sun just move over our faces like we were in and out of shadows. Yeah as the sun was moving. Yeah. So, oh wow. It. Yeah, a little bit of sun up there still, but.
2: Yeah, it's so beautiful. So um, thank you. We're really grateful. This is really fun. We'll send you this when it's done. And um, I guess, Alex, anything else you want to say?
4: I just wanted to add my personal thank you. Y'all mean the world to us. And thank you so much.
2: So
0: bloody good to see you guys again.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Here's our cursing.
0: Both of you yeah after having been here a week no the way you were climbing those mountains yeah as far as i can recall uh we were actually schlepping behind (laughs) i don't know i don't know about that
2: Uh, yeah i I think so (laughs) so that's in reference to the fact that in the middle of this tour Vesh gets up one morning and says we're all going walking and the next (laughs) thing you know the whole group were, was climbing a pretty good steep trail up to a waterfall, and then Harold said, "We're going swimming." And he ripped off his clothes and <laughs> dove in. And everyone, went, okay, that's what we're doing. We followed you all anywhere, even one of the people in our in our group had loafers, and he climbed a mountain and rocks. And oh, he says, we will follow you anywhere because of your positive energy, which is a great <gasps> note to end on. So,
1: we'll
0: take that with the responsibility.
1: Yep, <laughs> <laughs>
2: we all survived. Thank you so much.
1: Lots of love to you and your family. Yeah, thank you so much. This is fun. Thanks. Talio. Bye. Bye.